Murdering the Black fam. Welcome back. I hope your week is going well. And, you know, we have to take care of some housekeeping stuff. That's what I do, you know. And I feel like when I take care of housekeeping stuff at the top of the episode, like, that's my time to talk to you guys and just let you know what's been going on. Um, But I have decided that um, I will be releasing episodes that I've done on TikTok previously. So some will be like archive TikTok episodes that we've done on crime cases that you may have heard of. Maybe you haven't. Um, But the reason why I decided to do that is because um, I realized that while we have a great presence on TikTok. Not everyone listens to our TikTok episodes, right? And if you do have a TikTok, we encourage you to follow us on Murder in the Black because we drop episodes, uh, many episodes on there for your enjoyment. But I realize everybody doesn't want to be on TikTok. And so I want to cover some stories um, that we've done that are that are our favorites on our podcast. So that's what we'll be doing. Like, and we'll be releasing these episodes every Thursday. And this is in an effort to make sure that we're being consistent, that y'all can look forward to something every week to be hearing from us. And um, I've concluded that Thursdays are day. Okay, so right before you kick off your weekend, you can guarantee you can place your bet that Murder in the Black will be releasing an episode every Thursday. But enough of that. Let's get into our true crime case for today. This is the story of Vanessa Black. When we meet Vanessa Black, she's 27 years old and she resides in New York and she's also a New Yorker and she's an accountant at a nonprofit um, in New York and she's a recent divorcee and she was with her high school sweetheart for a number of years. They married young and they just grew apart. That was really kind of their story. And she had two children with him. She had two girls. And when she is divorced, she is pregnant with her son. And so she is not really anxious to get into a new relationship. She's trying to take her time um, because she's been in a relationship for quite some time. But she meets a man named Sheldon Sawyer. And you know, he kind of is, he meets her at the door, kind of like helps her out coming into her job one day and she likes him. But as I previously said, she is just trying to start a new life for herself that does not include a man. So one day when Sheldon is walking her out to her car, he tells her, Hey, I want your number. I want to get to know you. I want to date you. And Vanessa is very frank. She says, listen, I am about to have my baby and I already have two little ones at home and I am not in a place in my life where I want to date anyone. And Sheldon is like, okay, but you know, I think I can change your mind. And she sticks to her gun. She's like, no, I don't want to date you. But if you're serious, I want you to meet me back here at her job a year to the day. And I'll give you my number and we can date. And I don't know that Vanessa really thought that Sheldon would take her up on that offer. 
But he actually did. He showed up. And for Vanessa, that showed resilience and, you know, his seriousness that he really wanted to pursue her. And she was flattered. And so they soon moved in together. She, of course, had her son by that time, her uh, son that was in her stomach at the time that they met. And, you know, he seemed like he was like a savior, a provider. Her children loved him. She loved him. He just kind of was the right person at the right time. And eventually, uh, a year after they started dating, he proposed to her and they got married. And it was like the picture perfect family. And they lived in New York. They enjoyed New York, but they wanted to give their children um, what they didn't have, a home. And they couldn't do that in New York, at least not for the price that they wanted to. So they moved down south to North Carolina and moved into a home with their family. And they decide after having um the children that were brought into the marriage by Vanessa, they decided they wanted to have a child of their own. And his name was Teddy. And they both found jobs down in North Carolina. They um, bought a house together. Life was good. If there was like a picture-perfect family, it would have been them. You know, the modern-day picture-perfect blended family. They had a house, a picket fence, and produced a love child as well as blended their families like perfectly. And so everything was going very well. I've said that Sheldon and Vanessa Black's kids that she brought into the marriage got along perfectly while they lived in New York. And that was very true. However, when they moved to North Carolina, Vanessa Black's daughter just, she just had a heavy case of homesickness. She grew up in New York and she missed home. And of course, she was a teenager. So her attitude just was naturally going through transitions naturally. But then adding insult to injury, she was homesick. She missed New York. And so her attitude wasn't the best. And she started to bump heads with Sheldon. And so there was tension between Vanessa Black's daughter and Sheldon. It was already tension that existed because of her attitude in the household. One day, um, Vanessa Black's daughter wakes up and she wakes up early to get ready for school and not have to share the bathroom with anyone. She wanted to get up early so that she could take care of everything she needed without any time limits in the bathroom. And as she's taking a shower, she, you know, gets that all familiar feeling that we know or, you know, when someone's watching you. And so she looks over her shoulder and out the bathroom door is slightly cracked open and she's able to see out of the the rear view of her eye that Sheldon is watching her while she is in the shower and she freaks out. She causes a scene and she's disturbed as anyone would be. And so they have what is like a family meeting and Vanessa's daughter tells her, like, tells Vanessa, hey, listen, mom, Sheldon was, I was in the bathroom and he was peeping in on me as I was in the shower. And of course, Sheldon vehemently denies this. He says, no, I was not like you're tripping. And, you know, he advocates that, you know, 
they've just been having problems and Vanessa Black's daughter just hates him. And that's the reason why she's causing all these problems because they haven't been getting along. And Vanessa's caught in between a rock and a hard place. Like, do I believe my child? Do I believe my husband? And that situation never really gets resolved. And no one really believes the the daughter. Like, because she has been somewhat of a problem child. Everybody is like, you're tripping. Like, he didn't do that. Even her siblings just kind of knocked it off as just, you're tripping. You're not telling the truth just because you don't like Sheldon. And with her, she had so much uncomfortableness, like, with being homesick. And then with Sheldon peeping in on her in the bathroom and her not getting along with Sheldon that she just felt like going back to New York and living with family was the best course of action for her. And that's exactly what she did. She moved out. And of course her presence in the house was missed. Um, But Vanessa felt like it was for the best that her daughter went back to New York. After Vanessa Black's daughter moves out and returns to New York, Sheldon then turns his attention to the son that he shares with Vanessa, Teddy. And he starts to be very disrespectful to their son. Like, he expects for Teddy to be a man and act like a man, even though Teddy is just a young boy. But really, things come to a head when, in a year, both Sheldon and Vanessa experience a heart attack. Now, Vanessa's heart attack was mild. She went to the hospital, stayed there for about three to four days, but she was soon able to return back to work. And just everything was pretty much back to normal with her after she recovered from her mild heart attack. However, Sheldon experienced the heart attack that was a little more severe around Christmas time. It took him out. He was in the hospital and eventually got back to the point where he was able to be released. But when he went back home, he did not return back to work and got on disability. And this, of course, was a strain on their pocketbook because they did not have his financial support and they were used to having a two income household. Their bills started to pile up. He became very um, closed off to the rest of the family and just went into his own shell. And this caused not only emotional distress on the marriage, but also financial distress that was just became overbearing. And so Sheldon has an idea as they go into the new year. He says, you know, hey, look, babe, Vanessa, I think we should go to Georgia. And I have like a funny little thing that I want to throw in in the middle of the story. I find that, you know, everybody feels like Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, to be specific, is just going to change their whole entire lives when they move there. But I have an answer for that. It's not. It's not going to change your entire life. And it did not change Vanessa or Sheldon's life when they moved down to Georgia. Their life got a little bit better because they have had a little bit more of a rejuvenation of a changed location. Right. But honestly, the same problems that haunted them in North Carolina followed them right down to Georgia and the financial stress showed up again because he just had no um no 
no drive to get a job. And so that, of course, caused the exact same problems. And, you know, he became more and more emotionally um, not present for for um, Vanessa. And this just became frustrating for her. She was tired of doing the same thing for years and years and years. And so their relationship really went into overdrive and Vanessa just decided I have to do something different. Nothing's changing. I'm fighting for this marriage and he is not. And so she decides to go to New York for a while. Before she leaves to go to New York though, she tells Sheldon, listen, this isn't working. I want a divorce and I'm going to go to New York, but I am literally preparing my way to move back to New York and to bring Teddy with me. And so we are going to get a divorce. And Sheldon really doesn't say too much to Vanessa when she makes this announcement. He honestly is like, okay, like, yep, this is what we need to do. Instead, he goes and causes more he stirs the pot he goes to Vanessa's son Lance and tells him hey you know your mom is trying to break up our family it's your mom's fault I want to keep our family together but she's the one who's causing all of these problems and so naturally Lance feels like oh gosh like it is my mom's fault and so it just causes more and more tension within the household but Vanessa decides, you know what, I'm going to go to New York and I'm just going to make a way for, for my boys and my family to make a new life away from Sheldon. While she's away, one of her former classmates reaches out to her and wants to pursue a relationship with her. And she entertains it, you know, because she knows that she's about to get out of this relationship with Sheldon. And she knows that she's going to move away and back to New York where she feels like she can pursue that relationship. And just to see the prospects of it. She wasn't dating the man, but she was entertaining his conversation and talks of becoming more than friends. In early November of 2015, Vanessa goes back to New York and she's trying to solidify her plans, uh, where to live, where she's going to send her son to school. And on November 16th, 2015, she returns back to Georgia to get the last of her belongings and to pick up her son, Teddy. But when she arrives, Sheldon gets into a awful argument with her he accuses her of talking to other people of breaking up their marriage and they got into an argument that evolves into him holding her at gunpoint he then calls downstairs for his son teddy to get down to get upstairs and he's holding this gun to vanessa threatening her and also threatening to kill his son and vanessa just screams to her son teddy like move get out of the way go downstairs I'll be okay just leave the house but he does escape but not before witnessing Sheldon administering three shots to his mother he is so out of sorts when he finally escapes the home he spots a neighbor and when he sees this neighbor he just 
you know, profusely tells his neighbor what is going on in his house and how his father is shooting his mother. And the neighbor immediately calls 911. While the neighbor's on the phone with the dispatcher, the neighbor spots Sheldon fleeing the scene. When the police arrive on the scene, they find Vanessa deceased. She was shot a total of 13 times. Now, Sheldon did go on the run, and he was on the run for a total of a day before the police caught up to him. And he told the police that he just completely lost control. He left a message on one of Vanessa's um, daughter's voicemail and said that he was so sorry for shooting their mother. On October 2017, he actually pled guilty of felony murder with two counts of aggravated assault and possession of a firearm. He is now serving life in prison plus five years. And during the trial, Teddy, their son, testified and broke down crying about what he saw when he witnessed the death of his mother. This story was tragic. It was such a tragic story to research and to see. So I actually saw this case on um, Fatal Vows. If you're a true crime junkie, you know that is on the ID channel. And I sometimes go and listen to Dateline episodes or I hear about crime stories in the news and I pull from that. Or sometimes I'll go to the ID station, which is like, the, the the station you go to for true crime, right? And so I saw this episode and I researched a little bit more in the news because it was very different than most stories I hear, right? Um, the irony is that Vanessa was not only an accountant, but she was an author and she often wrote stories about or dealing with the topic of domestic abuse. And I found it interesting that at the end of this story, that's how it ended for her. It ended ended in domestic abuse, which made me wonder, had she experienced domestic abuse with him or with her former relationship? And the takeaway that I have from this story is that a lot of times when you're a single mother, And I'm not speaking with experience, but I do have several friends who are single, raising their children on their own. And you want to get married, like your longing for wanting to raise your kids inside of a family unit doesn't dissipate simply because you're single. Um, You still, for some, you still want a relationship. You want a husband. And Sheldon seemed to be everything that a woman would want. And let's be clear, Vanessa was not hasty going into this relationship. She waited a year to try to get herself together before entering another relationship. And it seemed that Sheldon was the right one. But I think a red flag was definitely seen when Vanessa's daughter told her mother that she saw Sheldon peeping in at her as she was in the shower. I don't think Vanessa took it as seriously as she could have. Um, She obviously had a response because she let her daughter go back to New York. But um, I think she should have taken that more seriously. 
um, and maybe had a separation then because I believe in situations of, you know, abuse, period, sexual abuse, physical abuse, you always believe your child. You always believe your child. And I think that Sheldon knew that um, Vanessa wanted a relationship and I think he took advantage of that. And at that very moment that he could no longer be the savior, he could know he was no longer the provider. Everything went down the tubes, not just the finances, but the emotional response that he gave to Vanessa, which eventually led her to ultimately wanting to end the relationship. He just wasn't present. And I think this is a cautionary tale. I I feel like most of our true crime stories are cautionary tales that, you know, sometimes we should be very careful very discerning about the people we enter into relationships with and not be as hasty to to make the decision to enter even in to enter into a relationship even while you're raising your kids like maybe you should table dating until until you have raised all of your children i don't know that's the question what do you guys think single mothers should do to maybe prevent a situation like this from happening is this even a preventable situation that's the question for you make sure you drop what you think about this episode in our question and answers poll below wherever you're listening to this podcast in the description box i hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next thursday for another episode of murder in the black